0: My name is Gary Butterfield. <coughs> Welcome to episode 20 of the Dead Idea of a Hala podcast. <coughs> the season finale. <coughs> just let that sink in for just a moment. That's 20 episodes. <coughs> episode 20. <coughs> um, before we get on with the show. So about a week from today, I'm going to be running a, a different kind of podcast to kind of give me a breather. So I can maybe get a couple of episodes in the can for season two. Also, I'm going back home to Illinois for a vacation with my wife uh, for a week in the middle of May. So the first episode of season two will come in kind of mid-May, uh, mid to late May. So thank you, everyone who listens to the show. I have gotten some very good uh, feedback via email. I've gotten some very nice reviews on iTunes. Um, I'm at 13 five-star ratings, five very kind, very positive reviews. Um, so thank you very much that i really appreciate it if you enjoy the show i would encourage you to, to send me an email or, or do the same i'd really appreciate it if not though feel free to sit back and just sit back and, and take just take and take it's all it's all for me to give to you that's fine i'm a giving giving person i'm a i'm an, I'm an audio buffet for you to eat but please take what you want but Eat what you take other kind of bit of business I want to get out of the way um this is actually the second draft of the episode 20 podcast i uh earlier in the week i I attempted to record the cast and I'm just kind of not that happy with the results so i I came up with some other stuff but there was uh, something that I wanted to to keep from it that i i it was mostly it was about um for class I had to watch the Tim Burton version of Alice in Wonderland and uh you know my here's my my one syllable review of that is just uh
1: it's
0: it's terrible it's the the worst movie i've seen in a very long time it's just ugly and soulless and takes everything that is you know remotely valuable about the the original and just kind of farts it into the toilet it's like You know, he just, he read the original book and he watched the Disney version and then he ate a copy of the book and shat it into a toilet that was Harlequin patterned and people paid tons of money to see it. Johnny Depp sucks. He's not a great actor. He will do anything if you drive a dump truck full of money up to his house, apparently. Um, He's supposed to be a great humanitarian, but he also played the Mad Hatter in this movie and it was awful. You know, so pretty much, you know... It was just kind of me complaining about Tim Burton turning this this story into um, ugly Narnia light with tons of CG monstrosities and, and checkerboard patterns. But the one thing I, I got out of it that I really liked was I was kind of making fun of Danny Elfman because Danny Elfman's super overrated. And uh, I had like a little bit in there about how easy it is to write a Danny Elfman song because you just, you know, you can do it at home. It just and uh i wrote a little little danny elfman song i'm gonna play here in a second so i was kind of proud of that it's uh you know but it's not i shouldn't be proud of it because it's easy as hell i mean i might have spent eight minutes writing and recording this this song that pretty much sounds like i took a time machine to the future and and uh took it from the soundtrack of tim burton's bravery imagining of you know wizard of oz or Whatever this you know monster gets his, his greedy claws into next. So here's here's my take on on 2004's Tim Burton Wizard of Oz. Yeah, so I, I just kind of I was talking to some friends and I was remembering a couple of weird things about high school. It's not necessarily going to be that structured, but a couple a couple stories about high school. High school is a a strange place. I think it's very important that every person goes to goes to high school. Uh, Kurt Vonnegut has a quote about you know nothing greater encapsulating the American experience than high school, which is kind of tragically tragically true. You, know, you run into those kids who are. Who don't go to high school? Um, who are homeschooled? And there's something kind of just wrong and, and alien about them. Like their, are you know, their favorite band is Weird Al Yankovic, or um, there's a kid uh who who started going to to high school from homeschool in our high school. Kind of glomed, glomed, glomed. He glomed onto me. He glomed onto me. He was just this kind of weirdo kid, very religious, which is a a big reason for homeschooling. I find there's kind of two. Two schools of thought when you decide to homeschool your kid. One is that you know you're religious and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to expose them to to scary science. And the other one being that you have so little faith in the American school system that, that you would think you can do better. Um, I'm not convinced on either account, really, um, but I definitely take more umbrage with the former than the latter. But uh, this this kid, uh, real sheltered. He listened to tons of Christian music. Exposed me to uh, all all the greats. DC Talk, The Newsboys, Jars of Clay, Cain and Abel, with the Methuselah Project, Deuteronomy Baby, Jesus' Sandal Shop, Sand in the Desert of the Church, Cross Country, Testaments, The Testamice, Son of a Preacher Man, Preacher Man Junior. And and I you knew all the great Christian bands of our time through mixtapes. The only other band that he was really allowed to listen to was Creedence Clearwater Revival. But you could just tell there's something kind of off about him. His favorite comic, I mean we were seventeen at the time. And I was real into comics, you know, and I was all into X-Mans, X-Mans 2099, you know, Generation X-Mans. Uh, and he, his favorite comic was The Wizard of Id, which is a newspaper comic about a little cartoon, a little cartoon medieval village. And here's, here's a quick, just off the top of my head, what, what The Wizard of Id is. Uh, a wizard walks in and talks to a king and the wizard says, Saya, the peasants are revolting. And uh, the wizard says, I'll say, they smell bad too. That's, that's the wizard of id. And, and I thought that was dumb in high school, but then I got older and I learned what id meant. And it's supposed to be this kind of uncaged expression of your, you know, deepest Ross desires. And then it's even more ridiculous. Like it should just be this little wizard walks in and talks to the king. And it's like, I want to have sex with your wife. I'm going to get every girl I see pregnant. You know, it, it should have just been this terrible expression of, of, you know, unchained humanity as opposed to this polite double meaning humor that it was so yeah you you know you should go to you should go to high school you should have your kids go to high school not because you're going to learn useful things i mean you learn a little bit of useful things you read books and that's always a good thing you can always learn something by reading books and you actually do learn some useful things but a lot of it is pretty questionable i think i've talked a little bit about algebra on the podcast i i struggle with it it's a a subject in school that we've literally invented our way out of um, we've invented little uh, machines that will do this for us. There's not really a reason to know it, you know, and it's it's a foundation for higher math that some people in some professions will use. That's true. A lot of people will not use it. And, uh, you know, there isn't a calculator that writes essays or anything, you know, so I'm, I'm pretty frustrated by that. You know, I had a, a social studies class where we must have watched Toy Story 1 like four times while the social studies teacher went and. Banged the the librarian. That's true. Uh, he also founded uh, we our only club, which was a cinematography club. Which I don't think was cinematography. We just you know watched movies. And the idea was we were going to talk about movies, but we just watched movies while he went and banged the the library librarian. He didn't bang the entire library, and that's a lot of a lot of books. If he's going to bang the whole library, but he banged the librarian. You know, so that was pretty pretty ridiculous. You know, the the whole the educational value is a little bit a little bit sketchy. Um, I was in journalism, in that. And that was hilarious. I, you know, I I did like, I was a news editor. So I I had the class with all of my friends and we would just kind of hang out in the corner by the computers and Netscape navigate our way to all our favorite geo cities. And uh, the teacher was this kind of, this young teacher and she just kept calling us. The only word she could say is she's like, look at the corner dwellers over there. Um, Corner dwellers being people who dwell in corners. And uh, she just kept referring to it over and over and over as if it was a real thing. Just like. No corner dwelling, you know, going on. And then at the end of the uh, the term, everyone got a little printed certificate. And it was really the, you know, best try award for everyone. I mean, even if you didn't do good work, you would still, you still got a little thing. But all of our, uh, and they're all in the most likely to um, category. So there's this girl there who I thought was a really bland writer who wrote like really bland reviews of our our shitty, super shitty Mexican restaurants and just these glowing reviews about how you can get the authentic uh, Mexican food experience from like these places like Eduardo's, which is just the the shittiest taco house. And uh, she got, you know, most likely to to be a real journalist. And me and all of my friends all got most likely to corner dwell awards. And God, I wish I still had that. I would love to have a framed certificate of my most likely to corner dwell awards. You know, there are other kind of bullshit classes like uh, PE was an obvious bullshit one. I understand that kids should exercise. I wish I had exercised more uh, in school and, you know, I wouldn't be the the chubs I am now. I am not monstrously obese. I'm like American fat, not like Samoan fat. But, you know, I definitely, definitely overweight. I'm, you know, rocking a two, two thirty nine, two forty and, you know, with six feet. So I've got a, a big gut. Maybe I wouldn't have that, but it wasn't PE. wasn't going to get me to exercise. PE is just a class where you know you can go to have people make fun of you, um, if you want. I remember uh, we'd we'd spend when the weather was nice, we'd spend all of our time out at the track, and uh, you know he'd have us just you know, get let People just kind of play games or run around the track, and I would just kind of walk the track during the time. You know, I don't want to. I'm not a runner. And uh, two things would happen. One is that sometimes I'd bring a book. With me, and read the book while I walked, and for some reason this was a affront to all of the uh, idiot jock kids in my my class, who uh, were really upset about this. And their their clever term to call me was a uh, book boy. So I'd be walking around, and I'd get a whole lot of
1: Hey, book boy! What you reading, book boy?
0: You know, and just nothing. Run, run, man! Nothing shorts, gentlemen. You know, none of your fucking business, you idiot. It's just like so stupid. And then the other thing is like I'd have, uh, and then that would be kind of in, in periods where I was alone. You know, you didn't have like, Jim was was like a prison where you just kind of make friends where you could, like it was a term, me and my friend, Zach, who you may remember from uh, 88 lines about, well, probably about four women, um, called a gym buddy, which kind of describes a relationship with when you're in a compromised circumstance. You find people who you don't have the most in common with, but who you have, some things in common with and you kind of become buddies with them just to survive. And, uh, you know, so I have classes where I didn't have a gym buddy. Um, I'd have friends walk with me and my friend, Derek, um, who's been on the Dino cast and our, our good friend, Doug, and, uh, we'd walk around and the teacher who was this kind of like a nice guy, but just kind of defeated human specimen. We just kind of yell it out. as like, Hey, Hey, butter, butter. I love you, buddy, but you gotta do something, you know? And, and my last name is Butterfield. And, you know, of course I got, Teased mercilessly by kids about that Because being a little fat boy with a, the name Butterfield You know I'd get called like Butterball or faggot And uh, You know but the teacher would do it too But the funny thing was he just referred to the group as that Like we were just collectively You know Butter kind of moving around um, You know that was That was ridiculous One time uh, and this isn't a, Doesn't have anything to do with With Jim with really But the one time we were doing the swimming unit And I managed to escape swimming it was awesome like i was self-conscious about having my shirt off in front of uh, all these mean jock kids and uh and you know there and i didn't want to change in the locker room or anything like that like i was that kid i was that nerd and one time uh during the swimming unit everyone was swimming and i had to pee so i wandered into uh the where the bathrooms were but i couldn't find the light because everyone was swimming and it wasn't wasn't on for some reason or another so i just kind of stopped when it felt right and peed it was awesome i did there's something about peeing when you're not surrounded by, by walls. You know, it's like I, I like taking the handicap stall because it just feels like you're just peeing in the middle of a large room. You know, it, it's kind of awesome. So I did that once and made ruin some janitor's day. I'm not proud of it. I just figured, you know, I never really told anybody that. So I figured I'd tell the Internet. You know, and we we also had classes. I had this um, economics class that I took that was just this, like, ridiculous nightmare. I had, the teacher is this teacher named Nagy, who is this real frumpish kind of mousy middle-aged midwestern woman and the class had it was an elective because in high school you know they introduced the idea of elective classes and they were all grades so i was a, a freshman or a sophomore and uh, i had these the senior kids who were these like you know thuggish basketball playing you know bad kids and when i say thuggish and basketball playing this is not code for black keep in mind that this is dekalb illinois uh very rural uh town in illinois so you know We had black eyes, but, uh, they were, they were very rare. Like finding one was like, you know, getting the gumball blockbuster that has blockbuster printed on it and you get the, the free movie. These were just, you know, angry, athletic misbehaving kids in the class. And, uh, immediately they had sensed that the teacher had no power over them. So they, they started testing that. And at first it would just be, they would talk to each other, um, in class and not pay attention when she was telling us about like balancing her checkbooks and stuff like that. And, uh, then it would, it would progress. And like it was winter and they would reach outside and, and take snowballs from the ledge and throw them around the room or throw them into the fan that I was going. Um, for some reason in the, it was always hot in that high school, no matter what, if it was winter, they blasted the heat. And, uh, if it was the summer, there was no air conditioning. So it was a little bit like, um, Portland bus drivers there's probably some kind of connection there but you know they'd throw snowballs in the fan and it would blow up and everybody laugh and uh but eventually it just got really dark like the teacher would kind of push back a little bit and they would push back in this like ridiculous you know no sense of scale so the teacher would just kind of be like look you're gonna to have to go down to the office and they would be like where are your kids you know where are your kids right now Miss Nagy implying you know that they're going to do some kind of violence to her kids and she would shut up and then they would misbehave for a week and she would get her strength back and say something like, you know, you, you're, you guys are going to fail this class. And they'd just be like, are your kids getting off school right right around now, Miss Nagy? And I don't know, you know. I don't think they were serious. Like it sounds in retrospect, saying it out loud, it sounds super scary. And it also sounds like, you know, I should have stood up and fought them to protect her honor or something. But that's not really how, how high school works. So that, that was a real, real strange experience. Mostly, though, it was just, you know awful. Like I, I, always, I always wonder about people who go to the high school reunions. Like one of the reasons why I wouldn't go is because I don't have a lot to brag about. You know, if I were to, to go back, you know, I haven't been the most successful, successful person. Like I work as a, you know, at the front desk at, at a university, you know, I'm surrounded by people who are my age who make, you know, two to three times as much money as I do. Um, you know, I'm just going back to school recently and, uh, you know, I'm not, highly successful person so that's one reason why i wouldn't go back the other reason why is because i hate most of those people's fucking guts you know they're terrible like you weren't it wasn't a a a chosen population like you don't choose the people you go to high school with you're just kind of thrown in there together so the chances you're going to get along with everybody like the people who just got along with everyone i was always really suspicious about that they were either you know faking it or they were just so bland as to you know catch the top of the the bell curve you know no matter what um, and there were tons of people who are fine, you know, and people who are, I'm friends with still, but I don't need to go meet, you know, the people who I'm friends with. I still, I choose to contact now, you know, I don't need to go see a bunch of strangers from, from high school or worse, you know, people who, who are douchebags, you know, in high school, why would you, I don't know. I don't really understand that concept. So uh, I'm cheerfully missing my high school reunions. Also, every time, you know, it's a holiday and I go back. It's like the saddest high school reunion in the world at the bar. So uh, I can have unofficial ones twice a year if I want to. I'm Robert Moulay, and I'd like to ask you a question. What do you bring to a tombstone during a funeral? Did you ask flowers? You mean just little roses and stuff? It's just traditional, it's classy. But I have to ask, don't you wish that you had more options? I mean funerals are, you know, it's sad. Why have the sadness of only having one option? So I want to ask you a question. Um as well. What um what's saddest? What's the saddest thing that you can think of? The saddest thing is no no, it's not it's not pet death. That's the second saddest thing. The saddest thing is a half deflated balloon, helium balloon. You know when you see some balloons and they're out there and the helium's kinda dying, it's not quite dead, and they're just kinda lolling about like a drunk. <laughs> And maybe some detuned circus music is playing in the background. It's the saddest thing. Well, that's why you should come to Robert Malay's Funeral Balloon Bouquets. Inc. Gov. Uh, the dot, the first dot, is spelled out. Um, if you enter this into Internet Explorer 6, the world's most powerful browser, uh, it makes that auto correct that. So it's Robert Malay's Funeral Bouquets, D O T dot dot, dot ink. So, um, yeah, so what we do is we get uh, muted colors. Uh, grays and blacks and whites and uh we we put in our special brand of half helium and then uh put together a little bouquet that you can bring and then next to the, the tombstone you're gonna have just a little sad balloon kind of lolling about like a dead pet or a drunken uncle just lying there you know it's it's sad for you and you're sad but uh, the balloon it's also sad, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you should you should come to, to, to the website. Um, use use your browser. Um, I like to use uh, URLs when I want to get to uh, places on the website uh, or on the uh, the inter sites. Um, you know, uh, you can also fax your order in. You can send us a facsimile if you don't want to use cyberspace. One way to fax us is to use a facsimile machine. Um, you just dial in the number depending on when you do it you might have to dial nine 9-1, uh, nine and then the area code and then the uh, the prefix and then the uh, the the main extension and then the second extension you want to look for a confirmation page um, we're going to go to the to the grave or to the funeral so yeah please go to my business click it
1: This is Willie Thimble, and I got a question for you. Are you tired of having no options when you go to a funeral? Or well, maybe you have two options. You got flowers, and you got that little bitch, 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 Robert Moulet, and his funeral balloons. Well, I say, fuck that shit. shit. I say you go with my Willie Thimble's post-mortem projections. That's right. You know how once you put the body in the ground, you can't see it anymore? <laughs> I, uh, did uh, uh, <sighs> What's the point of that? I mean, you want to go visit your mom. You don't want to go look at a big rock, huh? Maybe a big rock with some sad fucking balloons all over it. Nope. You want to go, and you want to use Willie Thimble's postmortem projections. It's a little video screen that we put on the tombstone. It's a live camera. It shows the corpse, optionally with sound. If you want to hear every single piece of flesh sloughing off, so that you might better remember how his first might have sloughed off in life, or if it's a pet, or if it's an aunt, or uncle, sister, brother, or if you want to bury your kid, you can know, see whatever you want. Uh, see that skeleton grinning at you. I mean, skeletons can't do anything but smile, right? Skeletons always smile in the show in the pearly whites. You want to go and you see a smile anytime, use Willie Thimble's uh, 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 Postmortem Projections. That's right. Go to www.pmp, info if you go there, you get the website. You get the info on the website, which is www.postmortemprojections.gov
0: Hi, this is Robert Bollet again. I just wanted to say that there's been a lot of talk out there about uh, how you should go to Jimmy Thimble's info to get the info on his website instead of using uh, my funeral balloon bouquets, Robert Bollet's funeral bouquets. I just want to say that If you've ever seen one of his projections, um, that's gross. It makes me it's so gross. Nobody wants to see that.
1: Don't you I just see some sad balloons? Just lulling around?
0: Don't go there. I don't know what his problem is with me. I mean we live in the same town. There's only so many people who die and and, and, and and I don't know why he doesn't want to split the customer base. I and mean, come on. We're all in this together. We're only on this world for a little while. We got a little rider on this big blue marble. Before we're in the ground, there's a video of us rotting our flesh flawing off and there's just little balloons. Why can't there be both? Come on. Come on. Man Jimmy Thimble, please, I'm, I'm asking you, buddy. Just in, just go to both websites. Can you use a browser power and go to both websites? If you go to work and do it, it's free.
1: This is Jimmy Thimble, and I just wanted to say that you do not want to go to that little fucker's website, and you also don't want to go to Lord Corpston's School of Necroeconomics. All those people will come in competitors to jimmy thimble's post modem projections they can all fuck themselves they can all take a dick and put it inside their pussy and then fuck it up their ass with a dick and pussy sunday split. i don't give a shit fuck all them all they all's just fucking go to my website shut up about it and don't be a little bitch,
0: bitch dead idea bahala your source for podcasts music comedy Rants, Macy Gray, smoothies, hobos, be hand Drahenen, and much, much more. Go to the website. Daddy, Come on, join me. Won't you join me? Join me in Valhalla. Won't you join me? Come on, join me.